Hello, Pokemon fans, and welcome to another volume of my favorite Pokemon miniseries, which has definitely become very unorthodox to say the least. Well, in terms of this season. First off, I skipped five whole regions and talked about Pokemon from Paldea to celebrate the release of Scarlet and Violet. Then, when I eventually did my Sinnoh episode, I included Pokemon from Legends Arceus, simply because that game took place in Sinnoh during ancient times, so it does make sense to include them there. And now, as the title suggests, I'm going to be talking about Megas. I know what you guys are thinking. Really, Eric? You're listing your favorite Mega Pokemon by type? Yes, but it'll make more sense when I explain. It's 2023 as of the making of this episode, and if you love Pokemon like me, you would know that this year marks the 10th anniversary of Pokemon X and Y. Damn, that makes me feel old. <laughs> anyway, since I'm one of the only 5% of people that actually loved X and Y, obviously I had to do some sort of anniversary episode. It's funny. I was thinking about doing a retrospective on those games, but that'll be too predictable and I want to do something more fun to celebrate. And what better topic to talk about than arguably the best gimmick Pokemon has ever given us, Mega Evolution. If you're new to Pokemon and have no idea what I'm talking about, don't worry, I'll explain. Basically, Mega Evolution is a technique that allows certain Pokemon to evolve even further for a short time, all in which require a Keystone and a Mega Stone that shares the same DNA of a certain Pokemon. This was without a doubt a very cool feature, and every time we get something new and dumb, I always wish that Game Freak would just bring back Megas. In this episode, I'm going to be listing my favorite Mega Pokemon from each type. These Pokemon will be judged based on their stats, designs, and overall impact. However, to change things up, I'm actually going to abandon my previous rules and include Legendaries and Mythicals for this episode, simply because a handful of Legendaries receive Mega Forms, so it does make sense to include them here. Remember, whatever I say is just my opinion, so if you disagree on certain things I have to say about a certain Mega, that's fine, but I'm sure you'll be happy to hear which Megas made the cut. Anyway, out of all the Megas introduced in X and Y slash RS, which ones are my favorites? I'm Eric from Geeks Crossing, and these are my favorite Mega Evolved Pokemon. My favorite bug type? Mega Heracross. You guys know how much I love Heracross, so I was definitely going to pick Mega Heracross for the spot. Aside from looking even more badass, it gains a massive boost in attack, defense, and special defense, as well as having skill link for an ability, which in turn, you can spam moves like Pin Missile, Arm Thrust, or Bullet Seed, and they'll guarantee to hit 5 times. Whenever I use Mega Heracross in Wi-Fi battles, it never failed to disappoint me. My favorite Dark type? Mega Absol. Yes, the Edgelord of all Dark type Pokemon is back, and we're talking about his Mega Form. Mega Absol gets an increase in speed, attack, and special attack, and has the ability Magic Bounce, which can repel any status or entry hazard moves. So yeah, good luck trying to spam Thunder Wave or set up spikes whenever Mega Absol is on the field. Easily one of the most fun Megas to use in both the playthrough and Wi-Fi battles. My favorite Dragon type? Mega Rayquaza. Oh yeah, it's finally time to include a Legendary in one of these episodes, and who better to start us off with than Mega Rayquaza? Oh my god, do I love this fucking beast. Not only does this form make Rayquaza look even cooler than before, but it gains a boost in every stat and has Delta Stream for an ability, which can affect any weather condition and negate any moves that would normally be super effective against flying types. Basically, if you try to hit it with Stone Edge, it'll only do neutral damage instead of super effective damage. That's amazing and definitely makes Rayquaza more threatening. And, obvious elephant in the room, Rayquaza is the only known Pokemon that can Mega Evolve without a Mega Stone, which means you can actually make your Rayquaza hold whatever item you want and it can still Mega Evolve. So yeah, 
Mega Rayquaza plus Life Orb plus setup moves like Dragon Dance equals salty players. Huh. Because of how amazing Mega Rayquaza is, it easily earns this spot. Honorable mentions go to Mega Altaria and Mega Salamence. Deja Vu. Huh. Yes, just when I listed my favorite Hoenn Pokemon, these two dragons are once again honorable mentions. Even so, by no means are they bad Pokemon, especially when they have amazing Megas. Starting with Mega Altaria, who's not only extra fluffy, but gains the Fairy type, already making it busted. Stab-wise, it gains a boost in attack, special attack, and defense, as well as having Pixelite for an ability, which can turn any normal type move into a Fairy move. Definitely a fun Pokemon to use in Wi-Fi battles. As for Mega Salamence, aside from looking like a Croissant, <laughs> its stats are beyond busted, on top of having the Aerial Aid ability, which can turn normal type moves into flying moves. Yes. Mega Salamence can and will fuck up any opponent if you play your cards right. What? No Mega Garchomp? Yeah, let's not kid ourselves. Mega Garchomp is pretty garbage. <laughs> My favorite electric type? Mega Magnectric. One of the few Pokemon I wasn't expecting to see get a Mega Form, but I'm glad it happened because Mega Magnectric is awesome. First off, Magnectric looks even more intimidating than it did before. No pun intended because he has the Intimidate ability, which in turn, lowers your opponent's attack power every time it's sent out. It also gains a boost in speed and special attack, making it one of the most viable options if you're looking for a special attacking Mega. My favorite fairy type? Mega Diancie. Yes, the first Kalos Pokemon I feature in this mini-series is also the first mythical I feature. And let me tell you, Mega Diancie is incredible. Granted, its defense and special defense is lower compared to its base form, but when it comes to attack, speed, and special attack, that's where Mega Diancie begins to shine. No pun intended. As well as having Magic Bounce for an ability, was it tedious to obtain Mega Diancie? Of course, but it was worth using in Wi-Fi battles. Honestly, it still mind blows me the fact that Diancie is the only mythical Pokemon that can Mega Evolve. Imagine how busted Mega Mew, Mega Deoxys, or even Mega Darkrai would be. Whatever. We can only dream, can we? My favorite fighting type? Mega Lucario. Honestly, are you that surprised? Of course I was picking Mega Lucario. Aside from looking even more badass, Mega Lucario gains a boost in speed, physical, and special attack, on top of having adaptability for an ability, which in turn will increase the power of any moves that share the same type as the user. That means any fighting or steel type move will deal more damage than usual. Yeah, I didn't think twice about using Mega Lucario in X and Y, both for the story and Wi-Fi battles. Thank you, Karina. <laughs> My favorite fire type? Mega Charizard X. Wow, Eric chose Mega Charizard for his favorite fire type. Who would have thought? <laughs> of course I chose Mega Charizard X for a couple reasons. 1. Its design is top-notch. 2. It finally gave Charizard the Dragon type it was looking for since Gen 1. And 3. Its stats are incredible, especially when it comes to physical attack where it gains tough claws for an ability, and thanks to that said ability, all of Charizard's physical attacks deal more damage. And let me tell you, Mega Charizard X plus Dragon Dance plus Dragon Claw plus Fire slash Thunder Punch equals a killer moveset to use in Wi-Fi battles. Honorable mentions go to Mega Charizard Y and Mega Boisekin. Of course, I have to show some love to the other Mega form Charizard has, who could be just as good in my opinion. Even though it doesn't have a design that's nearly as cool, its stats more than make up for it, with it excelling in special attack and having access to Drought, which can summon a harsh sunlight and raise the power of all Fire-type moves. So yeah, Mega Charizard Y was able to incinerate opponents during Wi-Fi battles, not to mention being able to spam Solar Beam without wasting two turns. Again, both Mega Forms have their pros, so it all depends on what you prefer. As for Mega Blaziken, do I have to explain again? It looks so fucking cool, and its stats are through the roof. 
especially when it comes to physical slash special attack, and of course, speed. All thanks to its ability Speed Boost, which can raise its speed after every turn. So yeah, needless to say, Mega Blaziken is fucking busted, and anyone who used it in Gen 6 and 7 will tell you otherwise. My favorite flying type? Mega Pidgeot. It feels like Gen 6 gave life to a lot of old and forgettable Pokemon, and Pidgeot was one of them. But I'm glad it happened because Mega Pidgeot is honestly amazing. Aside from making Pidgeot look even cooler, its speed and special attack get a much needed buff. Not to mention having access to No Guard, which means all of Pidgeot's moves are guaranteed to land, even if that said move has a low accuracy. So yeah, Mega Pidgeot plus Air Slash, or better yet, Hurricane, is a combo you don't want to take lightly in Wi-Fi battles. And the less said about Trace and a shitty attempt at using Mega Pidgeot, the better. My favorite Ghost type? Mega Sableye. It took me a while to think about which Ghost type deserves the spot, but in the end, I went with Mega Sableye. We all know Sableye is kind of a shitty Pokemon, though I personally enjoyed it. But Mega Sableye is what helped save this Pokemon. Not only does it carry that giant-ass jewel like a boss, but its stats get a much-needed buff. Granted, speed could have been better, yet everything else is great. On top of having Magic Bounce run ability, Mega Sableye proved to be a great offensive wall during Wi-Fi battles, and I loved it. An honorable mention goes to Mega Gengar. We all know Gengar is a beloved Pokemon, so it having a Mega Form should come in no surprise. Aside from having a creepy but cool design, its speed and special attack increase dramatically, as well as having Shadow Attack for an ability, which in turn, prevents your opponent from switching out. In hindsight, Mega Gengar does sound like the better option for the spot, but we can debate on that if you want. My favorite grass type? Mega Venusaur. It's time to show some love to everyone's favorite plant, Dinosaur Toad Thing. <laughs> for real though, Mega Venusaur is amazing. Not only did they make Venusaur even thicker, but special attack, defense, and special defense are through the roof. And speaking of thick, it gains the ability Thick Fat to reduce super effective damage from any fire or ice type moves. Whether you're looking for a special attacker, a staller, or even a fucking tank, Mega Venusaur gets the job done. An honorable mention goes to Mega Sceptile. Some of you might be surprised to hear this because Sceptile is supposed to be my favorite grass starter. Well, if we're going by Mega Forms, then I think Venusaur has more of a winning edge. But in no way am I saying Mega Sceptile sucks. In fact, I love Mega Sceptile, especially with it gaining the Dragon type and having a fucking Christmas tree for a tail. Hmm. As well as excelling in both speed and special attack, and having Lightning Rod for an ability, which means, every time Sceptile is hit by an electric move, it'll gain a boost in special attack instead of taking damage. That shit was fun to abuse during Wi-Fi battles. Especially in doubles, where you compare them with a Pokemon that can use Discharge. Honestly, both of these Megas are great in their own way, but again, it all depends on your preference. My favorite ground type? Mega Steelix. Yeah, I'll be honest, I don't have that many options. Of course, if Gang Freak gave us Mega Flygon, then we wouldn't have this problem. <sighs> However, I still find Mega Steelix to be good one way or another. It has a pretty solid design with those crystals and rocks floating around its head, it has tremendous bulk and physical attack, and has access to Sand Force, which can raise any ground, rock, or steel type move whenever Sandstorm is activated. So yeah, Mega Steelix may not be one of my absolute favorites, but it's still a cool Mega no less. My favorite Ice type? Mega Glalie. Once again I'm giving Glalie more love than anyone else would, especially its Mega form. Aside from making Glalie look even more badass, it's got great speed, physical, and special attack to work with. Ability-wise, it gains Refrigerate, which can turn any Normal-type move into an Ice-type move. Yeah, it's basically the Ice-type version of Pixelay and Aerially. Hey, I'm not complaining. Mega Glalie was an awesome Pokemon to use in Wi-Fi battles. My favorite Normal-type? 
Mega Kangaskong. I didn't really care about Kangaskong back in the early days of Gens 1 through 5. That is until she gained a mega form in X and Y. First off, I love how the baby Kangaskong finally grows up and leaves the pouch so it can fight, as well as having very balanced stats but an increase in physical attack. However, there's another reason why Mega Kangaskong earns the spot. Two words. Parental Bond. That ability is busted as fuck. Why? Because that ability allows the user to attack twice which leads to all sorts of BS you can pull off. You can use Fake Out for not only flinching but for extra damage, Power Up Punch to give you two attack boosts instead of one, or even Sucker Punch to chip away more damage. Seriously, Mega Kangaskong was beyond broken, yet she easily became one of my favorites. My favorite poison type? Mega Beedrill. My god, out of all the unexpected Pokemon to receive Mega Forms, Magnetric, Pidgeot, hell, even Sableye, I definitely wasn't expecting Beedrill. Let's be honest, Beedrill kinda sucks. Like Butterfree, it's only good for like the first two gyms then you leave in Box 1 for all eternity. However, Mega Beedrill is fucking awesome! Not only does it make Beedrill look even more menacing, but it has an incredible speed and physical attack stat, as well as having access to adaptability and a much wider move pool compared to the first five gens. Oh, and if Mega Beedrill is packing Fellstinger, then it's GG because that move gives you a huge attack boost if it knocks out your opponent. Although, it's because of Mega Beedrill that fans have been axing endlessly for Mega Butterfree. But hey, at least we have G-Max Butterfree as a consolation prize. My favorite Psychic type? Mega Mewtwo Y. Tell me you guys didn't hear that coming. Even before I started writing the script of this episode, I knew Mega Mewtwo Y was going to take this spot. Mewtwo was already a busted and famous Pokemon, but to see it receive two Mega Forms like Charizard was amazing to witness. Mega Mewtwo Y may look like a bootleg version of Final Frieza, but it has amazing stats overall, especially when it comes to speed, special attack, and special defense. Ability-wise, Mega Mewtwo Y has Insomnia to prevent the user from falling asleep. Granted, it's not the most exciting ability to have, but who cares about that when your stats are busted and you have a wide move pool? Nothing personal against Mega Mewtwo X, but its Y form is just too iconic enough that I couldn't help myself. Honorable mentions go to Mega Alakazam and Mega Gardevoir. Alakazam was already a broken Pokemon, but its Mega form is on a whole different level. Not only does it have a long, beautiful beard, but has ridiculous speed and special attack to work with. Meanwhile, Mega Gardevoir excels in both special attack and special defense, as well as having Pixelate for an ability. Honestly, all three of these Mega Pokemon proved to be great enough to use competitively, so you can't go wrong with either one. My favorite rock type? Mega Aerodactyl. Like I said before, Aerodactyl is easily my favorite fossil Pokemon, and the fact that it's the only fossil to have a Mega Form makes it even better. Not only does it look even more cool with those stones growing out of its body, but it gains a massive increase in both speed and physical attack, on top of having tough claws for an ability. It's a shame that no other fossil Pokemon was given the Mega Evolution treatment, but that only makes Aerodactyl even more iconic. An honorable mention goes to Mega Tyranitar. It's no secret that Tyranitar is an awesome Pokemon, and its Mega Form is worth using too, with it having a cool design, gaining a boost in every stat aside from special attack, and having access to a very diverse move pool. Sadly, it still keeps Sandstream for an ability, which is why it feels inferior to Mega Aerodactyl. Yet, Mega Tyranitar was fun to use, especially in Wi-Fi battles. My favorite Steel type? Mega Metagross. You guys know how much I love Metagross, and its Mega Form takes that love to a whole new level. I didn't think it was possible to make Metagross look even more badass, but here comes Oras proving me wrong. And the fact that those games were offering a free Shiny Beldum for those who pre-ordered the games, there was no fucking way I was going to turn down a free Metagross. Just like with Mega Charizard X and Mega Aerodactyl, Mega Metagross gains the Tough Claws ability, 
which works given how high its attack stat is. Hell, all of its stats increase after Omega evolves, which makes Mega Metagross even more amazing. And thanks to those set stats and diverse move pool, Mega Metagross saved my ass many times in Wi-Fi battles, and it easily became one of my favorite Megas. I might even argue it's top 3 worthy, but that's debatable. Honorable mentions go to Mega Scizor and Mega Aggron. Scizor is without doubt one of my favorite steel types, and it was awesome to see it gain a Mega form. Aside from it gaining a boost in speed, attack, and defense, Mega Scizor still has Technician for an ability. So yeah, Mega Scizor plus Bullet Punch makes it a deadly combo to use in Wi-Fi battles. As for Mega Aggron, my god, is this thing a fucking tank? And I mean that both metaphorically and literally with its immense bulk and physical attack, on top of having Filter for an ability which can reduce the damage of super effective moves by 25%. However, what makes Mega Aggron unique is that's the only Mega form that gets rid of a Pokemon's dual typing completely. In other words, Aggron becomes a pure Steel type after Mega Evolving, which is nuts. Honestly, all three of these Megas are great in their own way, so you can't go wrong with either one. And finally, my favorite Water type, Mega Swampert. It's no secret that Swampert is an amazing Pokemon, not just in terms of starters, but in general, and Mega Swampert is such an incredible form. Even though it looks like Swampert just injected itself with steroids, its stats are beyond great with it gaining a boost in all departments, and it gains access to the Swift Swim ability, which will raise its speed whenever rain is activated. So yeah, when there's rain, there's a buff Swampert ready to wreck shit. Definitely came in handy when I used a rain-based team during Wi-Fi battles. Hell. Mega Swampert was so great that it carried my whole team during my last playthrough of Auras, even when it wasn't raining. That only solidifies how amazing Mega Swampert is. Honorable mentions go to Mega Blastoise and Mega Gyarados. I feel bad for not liking Blastoise as much as I really should, because I do like the Squirtle line a lot. But I won't lie and say that Mega Blastoise is awesome, especially with it gaining a boost in all of its stats, mainly Special Attack, and having access to Mega Launcher, an ability which can raise the power of any Aura slash Pulse moves. That means, moves like Water Pulse, Dragon Pulse, Dark Pulse, Aura Sphere, etc. are guaranteed to deal more damage. Definitely a fun Pokemon to use competitively. As for Mega Gyarados, yes, it's hard to take its shrimp-like design very seriously. And yeah, it really should have been part Dragon instead of Dark. Yet you can't deny how impressive it is stat-wise, mainly its physical attack and special defense, as well as having Mold Breaker for an ability, which can negate the effects of other abilities. That came in handy more times than you think during Wi-Fi battles. Again, all three of these Mega Forms have their benefits, so it really depends on what you're looking for. And those are my favorite Mega Pokemon from each type. Again, this topic is very subjective because each Mega Form has its benefits. Unless your name is Mega Garchomp. <laughs> Still, I remain optimistic that one day we'll see Mega Evolution make its grand return in the main series game. Besides, there's no telling how many more stupid gimmicks Game Freak will give us in the future. But one thing for sure, Mega Evolution will always go down as the coolest one in my opinion. Anyway, what are your favorite Mega Forms from each type? Tell us on our Discord server or DM us on Instagram, at Geeks Crossing. Continue to listen to us on all available listening platforms such as Anchor, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Amazon Music, Audible, iHeartRadio, or whatever platform you prefer. Check us out on Twitch at EmanTheLegendary, which is also my YouTube channel, Nuclear Bacons, Cryptolock Games, and Carabyte. Also, tell your friends and family about us, especially any Pokemon fans you know. Thank you for listening, and stay true to your geek selves.